Welcome back to another episode of A Call for Love. I'm so glad you're here because today's topic will inspire. It's about trusting and surrendering. And before we go on, my name is Linda Orsini and I'm so glad you have found A Call for Love. I am a big advocate for self-reflection, self-realization, to enable us to be better stewards of not only this planet, but all beings on it. So welcome here to A Call for Love. And today's message is a little bit of a love letter because I wanna share an inspiration about trusting and surrendering, which are two concepts that many people use for their one word intention or phrase for the year. And as I stated last episode, mine is I am. But we'll dive into that a little bit further later. I want to share with you a story. So I was talking to my dear friend and colleague, Darlene Butts, who will actually be my co-host on a live episode of A Call for Love. And we are talking about manifesting more for 2024. So I hope you can join in and listen. But in the meantime, she was sharing with me an Akasha record reading and I was the recipient and she was giving me the Akasha reading and she has asked me if I could state a question like what what is really in my mindset what's in my heart right now and I shared with her that I do feel I trust and surrender but you know that darn ego that darn Type A personality keeps on getting in the way. So I asked her, what does surrendering look like? I know, but maybe I don't. You know, maybe it's something that we need to dive a little deeper into. So she chose an oracle card from Gaby Bernstein's new deck, the Super Attractor deck. And lo and behold, I don't know about you, if you pick cards, I do, and they always tell. They always tell a story. And the card she chose for me was, I slow down and listen to the guidance that's available to me. Well, of course, it was perfect. Because I don't know about you, I run on a hamster wheel, very fast, doing a lot of different things. And in this time of year, as I record this, is January, and in Canada, it's winter. To really observe our true nature, we want to think about living according to our climate and the seasons. And this is a winter season, so it's a time of kind of reflection, of going inward, of hibernation. And hibernation means slowing down, sometimes even stopping some things altogether because the days are short and the nights are long. It gives us a chance to regroup, re-energize. I always like the saying, go slow to go far. And so slowing down is an act of surrendering. It's actually giving into what you think is best for you and instead allowing the universe's guidance of what is best for you to manifest. I feel that 
trust and surrender first is a decision. Are you going to trust the universe? Now, a lot of people don't like the word universe. You could use God. You could say spirit. You can say a higher self. Do you trust other than yourself? So not the egoic mind, but the higher side of yourself, your higher self. Do you trust? Do you trust that it can take care of you, that you can feel safe, that you can feel supported? That's the first thing you want to ask yourself, if you're willing to trust. This may not be the case for every scenario in your life. You can trust, say, in your personal life and not at work, or not at work and in your personal life. Really, it takes time to decide if you're willing to trust. And that might mean going inwards and creating a little silence. And noticing if you can't trust, what is that all about? What is that indicating to you? What lesson is there in that? So the first thing is trusting. And sometimes you have to tread slowly, like baby steps. Maybe you're going to say, I'm going to trust that uh, this one scenario is going to work out okay. A small thing, you know. For instance, during the holidays, we had a lot of venues to juggle. And, you know, I said, I just trust. I just trust that where we're supposed to go will work out. And guess what? It did. It worked out beautifully. But I had to let go of what I thought should happen in order for what was meant to happen to occur. So the first thing is trust. And the second is surrendering. So if you feel you can trust, then it's time to surrender. So what does surrender look like? What does surrendering look like to you? Maybe you want to pause here for a moment and think of a time where you surrendered outcome in order to see what could transpire. I know that when I surrender, flow and ease come so much more smoothly. When I am in a place of resistance, I feel my shoulders clench, I can feel sensation in my stomach, and I have a very rigid mindset, very rigid thought pattern. So the first thing I have to notice is how does it feel in my body? Am I able to surrender? Am I able to detach from the outcome? And I've mentioned this a lot on A Call for Love in previous episodes, really being mindful of where we notice it in our thoughts, in our feelings, and the five senses, seeing, hearing, touching, smelling, tasting, because all those sensories really contribute to our experience if we're allowed or if we're noticing we're resisting and holding and able to then surrender. Because surrendering doesn't happen just naturally. It's more of a mindset. Oh, I know I'm experiencing this. Hmm. Am I going to make the decision to trust that everything will work out, that I will be cared for? Hmm. That's another one. And then surrendering, letting go of the outcome. I would like to share with you a story that I have been moving through. You know, there's many areas in my life that trusting and surrendering come very naturally and very easily. 
but there's others that are more challenging and you may find the same. And those are good because the areas in life where you trust and surrender that come easy, that's a good thing because it builds momentum and it builds further trust for you to notice, feel, witness, and experience this dynamics of trusting and surrendering. And then there's other times where it is more challenging. And so I have a course called Emotional Freedom. So I reached out to my followers and I asked them for their opinion because I really feel as though, especially as a teacher, you know, you don't want to recreate the wheel. You want to ask people what resonates with them. So I gave them two choices, emotional freedom and then the tagline, awaken your inner healer because finding emotional freedom is healing within and we want to awaken that. It's all in us, but is it awake? That's the question. And the next one, the next choice was getting unstuck, a journey to transformation. Those were the two choices. Well, did I know? No, I did not know that it was going to be a little bit of a Pandora's box because a lot of people liked one versus the other. Now, I have to say the most popular was getting unstuck, which I found very interesting to notice that people resonated with the word stuck. You know, I, when I hear the word stuck, it feels like mud, you know, you're stuck in the mud and you can't get out. And if you get out, you get a little dirty. In any case, how are you supposed to decide when there are people resonating with one and resonating with another? So I said to Darlene, you know, I really love, I feel in my gut, in my sixth sense, that emotional freedom is a really great title. But what about the second? And so we thought about it. And, you know, I'm mentioning this story because I, we don't always have the answers. And when we don't have the answers, what do we do? We have to trust and surrender. We have to put it out to the universe. So we were going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And it was really funny because a call for love is about noticing where you're living. Are you living from a place of love, loving kindness, self-compassion, love for the world, animals, planet, yourself? Or are you on the opposite spectrum in fear? Fear of rejection, fear of loss, fear of losing your health, losing your finances, safety, anger, resentment, jealousy, limiting beliefs, negativity, low vibrations, all that is under the domain of fear. And so it only makes sense that when we are in those lower vibrations, there's a call for love. And a call for love is stepping into your highest vibration of living from your higher self, divine self. And so it was so interesting because fear needed to be in the title. And I didn't even include it. And I didn't include it because I was thinking from my conscious mind. I was thinking from my egoic mind. I was planning. I was too cerebral. And I wasn't stopping to pause, stopping to listen. So this is the example that I have in my life right now. Is am I really stopping, trusting, and surrendering? Or am I pushing my agenda 
Am I reaching outside of myself for answers when the answers always come from within? Seriously, when you look back in your life and you see the turmoil or tribulations that you went through, where did you get your answers from? Of course, people can guide you. They can give you direction, which is exactly what I do. But it's really a matter of awakening the inner healer, right? Coming into your higher self. And so I decided emotional freedom. And what is my favorite mantra? Fuck fear, show up and shine. So that is the name of my course. And guess what? I loved how everybody reached out to me and shared their viewpoint because one, I connected with other people, which is so important to me. And two, it shows that everyone has a different viewpoint. And if they were teaching the course, then that was the name for them. But because I am guiding the course, it has to resonate with me. And so I ask you in your life, this is a love letter to you. Where can you trust and surrender and go through the process to really hear what is going on inside you and what is the good for your higher self and all those around you? Because we do not work in isolation. We want to be of service to others. And that requires going inward and listening. Surrendering, once again, to what you think you know to new ideas, something that you would have never ever thought of. And that's the key here. Because on Christmas, we usually open our gifts on Christmas morning. But because of the different circumstances of visiting family, there was no time. And so it took us, I can't even tell you how ridiculous it was, of kind of negotiating back and forth. How were we going to do the holidays? And it was only until I felt like I surrendered that gifts have to be open Christmas morning that new revelations came. And so we, we celebrated Christmas Eve, the four of us, my husband and two sons and I, on Christmas Eve. Well, it seems like an obvious solution, but it wasn't because we were so stuck on what we had always known that Christmas morning was when we were going to share in that celebration together and open gifts. And it wasn't until, especially myself, because I can only speak for myself, that I gave up thinking I knew what was right and what I had always done into a different scenario. And so those are two uh, just situations that happened recently. But you can think of much more relevant and much more serious and much more impactful. But we want to go slow. We want to start with the smaller obstacles or the smaller sources of resistance or ideology in order to dive to the bigger ones like career choice or picking a partner or for your children or moving across the country or across the province, whatever it is, wherever you are. You want to start in the smaller areas in order to build that muscle, the trust and surrender muscle for the ones that are really going to elevate your soul, the ones that are really going to elevate your self-actualization, 
your health, your vitality, even your wealth. And so I ask you, as a teacher, I like to give homework. So maybe this is a little bit of homework. Where can you trust and surrender? And it doesn't have to be your one word for the year, but it's kind of a life motto. Knowing when you're feeling resistance, asking yourself if you can trust, and then seeing if you can surrender. And you're going to know when you have surrendered, when the answer comes and you feel peaceful. It's like a bing, it's like Oprah says, an aha moment. And I love this line from Dr. Wayne Dyer. It's a quote, surrender isn't the end. No, it's the beginning of a profound transformation where strength arises from yielding and wisdom emerges from acceptance. Acceptance. Isn't that a beautiful thing? To accept and not resist what is going on in our life. It's the ultimate victory, as Eckhart Tolle says. And it's something that you want to be more mindful of in your life. I really hope this love letter of how to surrender, to trust and surrender, resonates with you at this time. As we are in the season of drawing inward, it gives us a little bit more opportunity to create space for that in order, as I said, to build that muscle for when the real important decisions come. Always wishing you peace. May you trust and surrender with ease and peace. From my heart to yours, namaste. Thank you for listening. It would mean so much to me if you could share this episode with someone you feel could benefit from its message and subscribe to a Call for Love podcast to receive new weekly episodes every Tuesday. Head over to globalwellnesseducation.com to learn more.